0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the AWARE panel. We were meant to do this yesterday, but we're doing it today as well. So yeah. two times in a week. Very special. <laughs> and we have Kaylin Samuel-Camps, who is a finalist on the Miss International UK, yeah. representing Miss Staffordshire International. Yeah. And she's also a fashion and beauty model and a university student on the side. So we're going to discuss like the impacts of mental health and about the COVID-19, how mental health has related to that. So my first question is, why have you chosen to advocate mental health rights? So mental health
1: is incredibly important to me as someone who's experienced the impact of mental health firsthand. Mm. I believe it's incredibly important to raise awareness. So not only can I help to improve the mental health services that are provided within the UK, but also to help other people so they know where to go to get support and advice. So, yeah, that's mainly
0: why. (laughs) that's mainly why why do you think your experience because I heard about your experience about like having bad mental health in the past how do you think your experience was that made you want to advocate it today
1: yeah so um mental health for me has been really difficult I experienced a lot of bullying growing up um for suffering with pain amplification syndrome and obviously this took a toll on my mental health because I felt really alone I felt anxious I didn't feel confident in myself and that really impacted me to the point where I suffered really bad anxiety, depression and yeah. knowing how bad it is and how much of an impact it has on your day-to-day life that's why I decided to get involved because you know I want other people to be able to reach out and get the support that they need and the advice.
0: And um, so, for anyone who doesn't know, what is pain amplification syndrome? So, pain
1: amplification. For anyone who doesn't know is a condition that impacts my nervous system. So, my brain processes everyday normal movements as pain signals. So, although the condition isn't visible, it impacts me on a day-to-day basis. Because when I was younger, I wasn't able to take part in everyday activities and get involved in sports and. At one point, I had to use a wheelchair to get around because I couldn't oh walk. Oh my god! Yes. How was that like? It was incredibly difficult because having a condition that other people can't see, mm-hmm. um, people start to judge and don't understand. They don't understand what the yeah. condition is and how it impacts me. And they're looking at me, thinking, "What is this? Why can't you walk properly? I can't see anything. You know, you haven't broken a bone. You you, you can't see any bruises. Yeah. And what what is it? And being really young as well it's hard to deal because obviously people don't understand you're trying to make friends you're trying to feel the same as everyone else but people treat you differently and it was really difficult so yeah
0: but thank- yeah for me because I suffer from a disability like everyone knows like I have yeah. cyber palsy. so obviously I suffer from like mental health problems in the past as well for me it was more like it's more visible than people can see so when I was yeah. growing up in secondary school it was more like oh this girl's like she like because I'm one side paralyzed people think I only have one leg for some reason like yeah, yeah that was completely stupid for people to say as well so like throughout my life has been tough and then I suffered from several conditions yeah like you won't even believe it yourself as well like I developed an eating disorder which was mm-hmm. Um, It's called Pickers, where you eat non-edible items. I suffered that from one point, and that mainly came from my mental state at that time. Yeah. And I finally overcame that. But, yeah, so, um, okay, so obviously you're a pageant queen, (laughs) as I could say it. (laughs) And, like, I've seen what you've been doing, like entering all these competitions and all that. So um, what can you say that in today's society you have those pageant queens they um but people don't know what's happened behind the scenes like behind the scenes it could be worse than what it appears like personality is all is like very invisible looking (laughs) from the looks so uh do you agree with that statement a bit more? No. Can you explain that a bit more?
1: Yeah, so I feel like people don't have a full understanding of pageants if they're not, you know, competing or they've never been to visit a pageant, like see anyone competing, or they know anyone that's competed. And for me, I feel like people just think it's about the looks sometimes where there's a lot more behind the scenes to do with like community and yeah. the friendships as well that you build and the amount of skills that you learn as well. Um, I feel that people may think that um, when you're, you know, seeing someone on stage it's just about the outfits and it's really not it's got a lot more to do with you know the community work that you're doing for charities Mm. and getting involved and also the friends that you make from all the other girls competing we're we're all in this together you know we all support Mm. one another we're not against one another yeah
0: so yeah (laughs) yeah so like it's because people do look at the looks and that kind of have an effect on like actual participants mindset and so um okay so like that was that was a good statement to make like Mm. obviously you have like behind the scenes people don't see what happens behind the scenes like for sure so yeah do you agree with that a bit more
1: yeah so I I do agree that people don't get to see fully what's Mm. going on because obviously people just think that you know you're just walking on stage and you present yourself in outfits Mm. it's not just that you know you gain a lot of skills we have an interview round that's done you know just with the judges mm. and we get to express ourselves and develop our interview techniques um but I also
0: feel like that's one thing people don't yeah. notice is that you guys have to go through intense interviewing skills yeah exactly and that's something I really did admire when I was reading like when I get to know you a bit more
1: yeah so you have to like you know develop on your interview skills and your public mm. speaking because you have to be able to speak up um, and, mm. you know, you have to be confident as well. So you have to do a lot of preparation. It's not just about choosing what outfits you're going to wear on stage and how you're going to look. Yeah. It is a lot to do with, well, you know, learning interview techniques. And yeah, there's a lot of community work as well. We don't just, you know, go on stage and that's it. We do a lot yeah. of communities to, you know, make
0: change. So, yeah. Uh, we got a question came through and so it says, how do you cope with bullying and how did it, how did you deal with it? And bullying, I kind of
1: diverted myself to focus on other things. You know, people, I feel, bully others because they don't feel confident in themselves. I think it shows a lot of insecurities. And I feel like myself, um, I just had to be confident and push forward. And, you know, I, you know, I dealt with it really well, to be honest, because, you know, not being able to walk properly and having a condition that I didn't fully understand myself, because it's quite rare um I just yeah. put my mind to other things so when I was younger I really was involved in singing and musical things so um yeah I just put my mind towards that and focusing on my hobbies rather than thinking about what other people are saying and yeah what what they've got to say about me it doesn't impact me it doesn't reflect who
0: I am as a person so yeah I put my mind towards working hard hobby- I completely agree with you there because obviously I went through bullying the first year was very tough for me because I didn't have anyone to go to like it was like mental and one of my counselors didn't even help me like she made it worse for me and so mm-hmm. during that time I did care about what people thought because obviously it's it shown I'm different but over time it's like oh I did over get over it somehow time. and now I don't really care I don't give a like I don't like,
1: yeah, that's the same. Care about what people I say. People saying all kinds of things that I had people making fun of me for the way that I walked. You know, I'd have kids in the playground literally mimic how I was walking because obviously it was excruciating oh, for me, me. Just... and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't walk yeah. like everyone else because um, it's just
0: too painful. I faced the same thing. Yeah, and people. i
1: say, I faced the same thing as well. But looking back on it now, I think it's because people didn't have an understanding. They didn't understand because they haven't dealt with it themselves mm-hmm. or a condition. You know, they, they just they think it's funny when it's really not but you know i think it's also people being young and you know when you grow up um, and as i've come to learn people are more understanding now that i'm older um yeah and yeah
0: yeah so um this question says how did you overcome your insecurities um
1: I had a lot of support for my family and friends um I used mm. to get really down because I couldn't do everything and I wanted to get involved you know I wanted to be involved in sports mm. but I couldn't because it would hurt me and you know I took a lot of time out of school and because of going to like hospital appointments so yeah I really lost my confidence and I felt really insecure because I was like well why can everyone else do this but I can't you know? mm. so um I just kind of was surrounded by my family and friends and they were just there like you know you will get through this I went through a lot of occupational yeah. therapy and physiotherapy and through time I was able to get involved I was starting to do things like dance and you know I built my confidence that way but I feel it's a lot of like thinking what can I do you know even though I've got this pain yeah and I put my mind to which is why I got involved a lot to do with singing and did singing lessons so I was like really you know interested in that when I was younger and yeah just focused focused on it instead of thinking of the bad things thinking you know I can do this I'm gonna put
0: my mind to it and yeah literally for me it was more like oh um like because all through my life primary school I didn't care what people think about because it was more like oh it was like Crazy because people were like, didn't say much stuff, and yeah, yeah. So, and then when I got older, it was more like I did care about what people thought. So, the way I overcame that was, of course, with my family as well. Like, they supported me throughout thin and thick, and yeah. So, next question is obviously, with the whole coronavirus pandemic happening, how do you think in your own? Like personal experience has affected you and your mental health?
1: Um, I feel like it's affected me slightly because I'm so used to a routine of you know going to university. I'm surrounded by all my friends. I can you know go out and like now with lockdown, you you're restricted to what you can and can't do. And I've just had yeah. to adjust my routine completely because when I was in university, I'd be getting up at a certain time and going to a lecture or a seminar, and then you know. Mm in lockdown it's adjusting to all this online stuff and getting used to a different routine yeah and yeah it's completely different for me because it's really strange to think we're all inside you know we're limited to what we can do um yeah yeah it's just a little bit sad that like we aren't able to you know see all of our loved ones and our friends so oh that's true it's impacted me slightly but i've been able to you know adjust so
0: Okay, so um, there's a question. How did the COVID-19 situation change about your pageant life?
1: Yeah, so my pageant was originally um, supposed to take place in June. And obviously because of Mm. COVID, it's been postponed just because of the amount of people that will be attending and for the safety of all of us. So, yeah, it's affected when it will be taking place. It's now been postponed for next year in July. So... In that
0: way, with it being delayed, does it take you... Is there, like, a longer time for you to prepare for it? Yeah. Or do you I've think got- that if it came, like, this, t- like, last month, for example, if it came last month, do you think that you're, if you were ready then, than in, like, November time? Um. Yeah, so the
1: problem with, like, it being next... I don't know how to explain it so basically with having it next year it gives me like more time to be able to like prepare yeah um and i'll be able to you know practice on my interview more my outfits make sure yeah I'm perfect and gives me more time to get involved with community work because obviously with lockdown i haven't been able to do yeah. anything in person whereas you know in lockdown it's a bit difficult i've been trying to do online fundraising and you know it's great that I'll be able to have the whole year to plan ahead you know so when it comes to that time I'll be on stage yeah. and I'll be fully confident and know exactly what I'm doing and you know it's with having it um well it's supposed to be um next month it's I would have been prepared for it but it's just nice. yeah have yeah, yeah Longer yeah. time and it also allows me to get to know the finalists more and you know collaborate with other people so yeah
0: Yeah, so there's another question came through um what sort of activities helped you with your mental health
1: yeah so i got a lot involved to do with singing that was a massive hobby of of my younger if you speak Mm -hmm. to any of my family members they'll tell you that's all yeah yeah. i get i got involved in a lot of concerts um Mm -hmm. you know with all my friends and things to school i was heavily involved with that um other things i don't know i was just did you know, I couldn't get involved in things like sports and stuff, but I still had, you know, a mm. friendship group, and I just spent a lot of time socialising with friends and spending time with family. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was, like, the main Yeah, part. for me personally, it was more, like, um, with my mental health, what I used to do is colour therapy. Uh, so if you, if you guys don't know, like, it was, like, having a colouring book, like, having pencils and all that, you just just in like, some stuff, like, especially colour by number as well. That really did help me because... It was like expressing all my pain through a picture in that yeah thing.
1: i used to do that a lot um maybe in like my occupational therapy i had
0: to do my pain application yeah
1: they did a lot of you know like drawing and coloring and stuff like that just to take my.
0: yeah it was very relaxing yeah like <laughs> like obviously like whatever you were going through like even i went through like that really did helped me in a way because it was like all that worries were like all those insecurities and everything were just going into one picture yeah I used to draw them too I used to draw them too and then color it in like honestly like that really did help me another activity which I did was um what did I do I I can't remember right now but I used to do a lot of stuff that really did help me with my mental health yeah so yeah yeah so you singing is one of your yeah like awesome. things as well yeah. Which, yeah so the next question i want to ask is what do you think people's mental health are being affected by this global pandemic so not from your personal yeah, if, opinion the, but from everyone else's yeah.
1: um in my opinion i feel like it's affecting a lot of people because in the uk one in four people will suffer with a mental health problem in the next year so that yeah. Those of our family members and friends maybe suffering with a mental health problem that we're not aware of, and I feel like Mm. adjusting from you know doing your everyday-to-day activities, going to work, um I feel like it's taken a lot of people back because obviously you know you have to adjust completely to being indoors and you're isolated. Mm. And I feel like can also affect a lot of people in terms of feeling lonely and down and not being able to see their friends and family. You know if you're a university student and you're not living yeah. at home you're staying you know in your accommodation you're not going to be able to mm. see everyone that you normally would so um yeah i feel like it can take a lot you know it can take a ton on someone's mental health and especially with you know we've got to adjust back to day-to-day life soon so you know when yeah. everything else starts over uh, and people yeah. are going back to their jobs people can, can be suffering with anxiety from thinking oh i'm mm. not used to doing this and then also comes a lot of stress as well because you're you're so used to now being at home and adjusting to a different schedule. As soon as you come back into that work life, you're like, what am I doing?
0: And you know, yeah, it can definitely affect people. Yeah, like for me personally, I think like I agree with you that like it can affect people's anxiety or depression. Like, what if they had like a really bad mental health problem? Imagine yeah, that. how would they have to go through if they're like being adjusted into this one place in the world, which is their home. Yeah. And yeah, so some people can be introverts, some people can be extroverts. Yeah. So, extroverts will deal with this more harder than introverts, for example. I'm a bit of both. I like staying in, but I also like going out as well. <laughs> so, for me, it was like I can adjust to it, but yes. if I'm being introverted for a certain amount of time, it can really get a toll on my mental health. And so, the way I try to cope is keeping busy. I know it sounds weird to some people, but keeping busy yeah, is like one
1: of the things that really like, takes you, yeah, like you're on the go, you're focused on getting things done, so yeah.
0: Yeah, so, like, oh, do, did we have another question come through? Yeah, we did. Um, so, did COVID-19 change your life as a university student?
1: Yes, definitely. Um, The last time I did online learning was back in about year 10 and 11 when I was homeschooled. Yeah. Um, And I taught myself my GCSEs but um having to adjust back to that um you know online learning has been difficult Mm. because obviously you know we don't have just one lecturer for everything we have different yeah and having to Mm. you know email if you have a question about something and then you're waiting for a response it's so different to when you're actually in university it's so difficult one and then have a response and then you know what you're doing yeah go and it's also problems with you know like the assignments and stuff like that like you know mm. if you don't understand something you've got to wait for someone to reply to you and understanding yeah how they're going to be marked and yeah it's definitely been stressful for us students because you know not only are we stressing over assignments what grades we're getting whether we're mm. doing enough work it's also stuff to do with our accommodation you know I was used to living in student accommodation and I didn't know if yeah. I have to pay my rent or not because I wasn't oh, living yeah. there <laughs> and you know the money that we have as a student is not not a lot
0: so yeah yeah it's not a lot it's been really stressful because it does depend on your um, parents income so for some people it may have been a bit harder especially when like the whole pandemic happened and we all had to pay our rent yeah, exactly. And like, like, it must not, have been really
1: hard. You know, because obviously people losing their jobs due, due to COVID and shops not being open, it is difficult and not having that clarification on like, am I paying rent? What am I doing? You know, what's happening with university? Am I still going to pass? Like, you know? Yeah. It's
0: difficult. Yeah, like for me, I like the first thing that I thought when like university closed and lockdown first got announced was, oh god, what am I going to do with my studies because obviously we were attending lectures every week and Mm -hmm. like like all sorts of stuff and it suddenly goes on to online but yes all of us my my lecturers did not do much seminars or any lectures Uh, we're on the same course so we must have felt that way
1: yeah yeah it was the same yeah there wasn't you know it was the timing as well because you would be told that you know you're doing a lecture at a certain time and then Mm -hmm. it wouldn't happen and you're just confused
0: yeah it was always either cancelled or not informed and yeah i didn't get like i felt like the year was over afterwards literally yeah it
1: was a lot of our own work i feel like it's shifted um with a lot down that like a lot of the stuff that we're doing Mm is us and our own research yeah the stuff the materials were provided weren't you know a lot you know you're used to sitting in a lecture Mm -hmm. and being told you know they're talking about the different slides or are in a seminar and then you just switch into online and you don't have that
0: mm. as
1: you know I don't feel like we had that as much so yeah yes
0: yeah, so the next question is how did you feel about lockdown when I first when it first started um yeah I- and how did it have a toll on your mental health
1: Yeah I knew it was going to happen but it was a bit of a shock to me Mm. because obviously university closed and all of a sudden you know I'm moving from living in my accommodation to moving back home Mm. and obviously I'm from a small town so it's completely different because you know I haven't seen my friends in how many months like five months now and you know it's completely different like I'm grateful that I have you know my family and I have pets as well so I'm not alone yeah i taken a toll on my mental health yeah not alone I do
0: have people around like obviously I had to go from obviously being in university being with my flatmates and my friends to like moving home and because obviously yeah. I'm in Leicester so we have gone into a lockdown again essentially and yeah it's been really hard because obviously as you said not seeing friends not seeing like yeah your partner as well if anyone has partners out there like see, <laughs> yeah so like if anyone's not seeing their partners as well it's like really like difficult and yeah, so there was one more question i saw um, when you switched from real life learning to online how did you feel
1: um it was completely different for me um i'm not used to online learning the only times i'm used to it is when i'm looking back at my notes uh, for uni mm-hmm. And switching yeah. online has been really difficult because, you know, all the technical problems as well. Like, mm. if my Wi Fi goes down, yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't, you know, go and do my work. So, but when you're at uni, you do have like a lecturer who's right there that if you have a question, you could just literally go and ask them. Whereas, like, when I'm at, yeah. like, oh, I've got to write an email now um, mm. and then wait a few hours for a response. And, you know, it's oh. hard when you're trying yeah. to do assignments, you know, like you're trying to do this 3,000 word, you know, well, I me mean, 2500 word uh report and then you know you don't if you don't understand something you're waiting to be able to finish it so
0: yeah it's been a bit different mm. yeah um how did you feel with everything happening like feeling from your personal feelings
1: um personally like i kind of knew it was going to happen that we we're going to go into lockdown yeah. so it was just adjusting to being at university to being back home and you know um I feel for me like it didn't really I mean it impacted me a little bit because I'm used to a routine um but coming back yeah. home, you know I have people around me so it's not like I'm by
0: myself mm. so yeah yeah that's so true like obviously I was going into a routine like waking up going to uni coming back yeah. some days go partying and like <laughs> all of that but then, yeah so like I did when lockdown happened it was more like oh no yeah, what's this, happening
1: this social activities like
0: yeah it was like oh god my routine literally had to change around I was waking up late I was not feeling productive literally like, I don't even know how most of my results from the university even happened apart yeah. from that like afterwards I mean yeah. online so, well, so. so it was all very sudden like lockdown did come very sudden and we had to adjust to everything yeah yeah so the next question and what did you think the problems of mental health you faced in the past have affected you today with all the things that you're doing
1: yeah so um i suffered with really bad anxiety and depression through suffering with mm-hmm. my condition so it really affected my confidence you know i didn't want to talk to people i used to be really shy like you wouldn't see me yeah. speaking to new people and it's weird to think that because coming into university i've made so many new friends from all over yeah. the place and you know I just didn't you know I I wasn't who I am now you know I was really shy com- like not confident girl and you wouldn't see me getting involved in things like I'm doing now you know I'm now doing modeling mm. you know getting involved in pageantry and starting my own business yeah. you know I've completely changed so through my experiences of knowing how anxiety and depression
0: can impact me like mm. I have would been- you think that in the past you will be doing all of this today?
1: No, um, I definitely doubted myself a lot. I wasn't confident mm. at all. Um, I used to have people tell me that I wouldn't get into university. I wouldn't go to, yeah. I wouldn't get my GCSEs. I was told in high school that I wouldn't, you know, achieve my GCSEs and go on oh to, do, you know, even university. Um, So mm. I made that decision to just teach myself, you know? Yeah. Just um, left high school at year 10 and I taught myself my GCSEs. And then I got into college, I'm crazy to be crazy to do that, like, yeah. all of that so I studied for two years at college. And I was told by my members mm. that I wouldn't get into university, any of the university yeah, 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 but I got all master's on an additional scholarship to study at VCU so yeah,
0: that's crazy I like changed. for me it was more like because I originally wanted to do science and medicine and all that. And because I faced like problems in the past, it was more like, "Oh, you can't go ahead like this. You can't do science because you're too dumb or something." That's what people thought. And yeah. then I went into college and I chose business as A level, and it's quickly switched around. For yeah, sure. I experienced. And yeah, right. and then I mean, going into university, obviously, I faced so many stuff with that. <laughs> like, I recently did a podcast with some like with the Malarian Entrepreneur Podcast where I talked about like how my cancer journey did affect me as a whole and yeah so it was more around that so yeah so what advice do you give to uh, would you give to others who've been affected by mental health particularly especially like particularly in this pandemic?
1: Yeah, I definitely say that to reach out to your family members and friends, I feel like that's been really important for me, Um, being able to have that contact, you know, knowing I can speak to people still, even when I'm in a lockdown, I've still got, you know, people I can talk yeah. to, because I feel like that's what's impacted um people a lot, is not having people there to speak to. Um yeah, I definitely say, you know, try reaching out to family members and friends if you are, you know, struggling. Just having a conversation is nice, like being able to just pick up the phone and have a phone call has been great for me because I haven't seen my friends in absolutely months. And that's difficult. I'm just so used to seeing my friends like every day or, you know, when I'm at university. So yeah, i definitely say like reach out to family members and friends, um, you know, see yeah. how as well, because you may be feeling doubt, but they also may have things going on behind closed doors. Yeah. So
0: Yeah. And- you never know.
1: Yeah. And also there's also the, like, you know, mental health charities. You can contact Samaritans mm-hmm. if you're also, you know, suffering with mental health and you want someone else to... And mind you pay as well. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't, you know, feel comfortable talking to a family member or friend about what you're going mm-hmm. through, because you may have feelings that you're going to be judged or, you know if you don't feel comfortable enough, then yeah, definitely just reach
0: out to someone from a mental health channel. Yeah. Just mind UK. Okay? My, my advice is obviously to reach out because if you can't, like I dealt with my mental health alone and that was one of the worst decisions I went through. was like doing it all alone and keeping it a secret from everyone. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage everyone to literally talk to anyone, like anyone you trust as well. Yeah. Definitely. Like it, if it was on a general basis, if it wasn't for the pandemic, of course, go to a like counselor, friends or family, a teacher, even. But obviously, we're restricted to a lockdown. But yeah. you have your family around. You could easily talk to like your mom, your dad, your fr- siblings, and then also contact your friends for phone or Zoom call yeah. or anything, or even like obviously going to organizations such as like Mind UK, Samaritans, all of that. So yeah, so I actually I did a Q and A like two days ago asking some questions i did get one question come through right. and it's literally is how um how do you how did you deal with anxiety how did you deal with it so my anxiety impacted me to the point where i couldn't you know i wouldn't speak to
1: new people you wouldn't see me you know presenting myself in a room full of people and now i'm starting my own business so it's yeah. pain to think i've overcome that but um yeah like what's the magic secret behind that Um
0: That's apparently what just, people were
1: saying i pushed myself to be more confident by like being more talkative definitely when i came into uni i had the mindset that you know what i'm gonna make new friends i'm gonna put myself out there and get involved as much as i can because when i was in college i was quite shy i'd stick to like a certain group of people and i wouldn't really feel comfortable talking to new people because i was bad at starting a conversation i didn't know what to say um so coming into university i just was like oh hi my name's caitlin like what's your name yeah uh, you probably saw me I was just talking
0: yeah. to everyone I remember <laughs> when we first met you like you literally put yourself out there I was like yeah. like when you t- was telling me right now you were so shy before like that's shocking to me yeah, how, but- now how you like literally approach me and say hi my name is Caitlin yeah literally I literally yeah
1: so since coming to uni I was just like you know what i'm going to make new friends i want to put myself out Mm -hmm. there get involved as much as i can because uni is a once in a lifetime you know experience you make so many memories and i thought you know i can't be shy forever i need you know to be more confident in myself and yeah yeah it's paid off (laughs) i've got a lot yeah (laughs) in lots more things you know i've put myself there there in modeling like i never would have yeah like you wouldn't
0: imagine you doing
1: modeling um i just didn't you know, I didn't have the confidence back then and I didn't yeah. know what to do. So yeah, and then like, having my own business Like
0: literally I, got... I remember when I was coming for you like your first photo shoot for example, you were saying to the lady, Oh, I've never done this before, I'm too sh- I was too shy and like literally yeah. I, like I've never done this but then she said you were such a natural. Yeah. And that really did show how did you overcame everything you went in the past till now? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Um, if there's any more questions you want to ask put them below or else we're going to end right here so I'm just going to take you some time to actually ask some questions if not we're just going to leave it there (laughs) so do you want to tell everyone what you do and like what campaigns are you running and All, all
1: right, back. yeah, sure. So um, obviously my name is Caitlin. I am a finalist in Miss International UK, mm-hmm. representing as Miss South Staffordshire International and the winner of Miss International UK will compete in Miss International 2021 and represent the United Kingdom in Japan. Mm-hmm. So um, alongside pageantry, I work as a freelance fashion and beauty model. And I'm also a university student studying business management in enterprise. And I also have my own cosmetics business that I've just, just launched. So
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> just like, launched. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what kind of things do you sell in your like, um, beauty brands? For uh, anyone out there? Yeah. So <laughs> I sell a range
1: of high quality beauty products from popular brands. Um, and I'm looking to
0: launch my own products soon as well. So yeah, look out for that. Okay. So I don't think there's any more questions. So we're just going to leave it right here. Fine. Thank you so much for everyone to participate Hey, and thank you so much caitlin for like obviously joining into this live right. thank we didn't you did it yesterday but we're doing it today yeah that's fine yeah all right thank you <laughs> thank you everyone for joining into this second episode of the aware panel that was such an inspired talk with caitlin samuel camps if you want to learn more about her journey follow her on instagram as at miss caitlin may and also hit us up at the aware panel for more instagram live panel shows if you want to be a guest on our show go to www.thewarepanel.com we see you in the next episode guys bye